0: We have uh, spent a couple of weeks on uh, on this topic, and we'll spend a couple of more um, as we are focused on this uh, this issue of Thank God it's Monday uh thank god it's monday meaning that there is meaning in what we do uh away from this place what we do uh day to day uh for most of us that includes uh employment somewhere uh, uh getting a paycheck whatever that is uh but it's not just that uh, i can you know if you if you you're not currently uh employed these things still apply uh because uh, we see purpose we see meaning in whatever we do knowing that god is working his purposes through us even in our work. We've seen that, uh, that work isn't necessarily bad, uh, that, uh, that, that uh, God works and he created us to work. Part of the curse of sin is that that work is is now frustrating at times and it's, it's difficult, uh, yet we can still find fulfillment and significance in, in what we do. Uh, a key part of this is understanding that, that, that God works through your work and through us while we work. So God works through us uh, uh, while we work. God works through the work that we do. You don't have to be in full-time ministry to be on mission for God. You have been created with purpose, and part of that purpose might just happen while you're at work. Our key passage for this series is found in Colossians, Colossians chapter 3. Uh, these would be a couple of great verses to memorize. If you've uh, not memorized these verses before, they would be a, a great thing that, that just might change Monday morning for you. I don't know, Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. It simply says this, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. So whatever you do, uh, there, there's no out here. There's no, well, I'm not really doing uh, what I want to do, or I don't have a job right now. I'm just a student. Well, I'm retired. No, it says whatever you do, whatever you do, your, your, your job, your career, your school, uh, whatever it is, No one is excluded. And what are we supposed to do? Put your whole heart into it, right? Work at it with all of your heart. Uh, Do your best. Why? Because God is your boss. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. You work for the Lord. I want us to notice here and kind of drill down a little bit on this, the the fact that, that God doesn't differentiate between secular and sacred work. Uh, it, it's not that 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 uh, there's I don't know. We we tend to see ministry as the work of pastors and missionaries and and and, and faith leaders, and maybe we uh, maybe we see ministry as what we do for a couple hours a week uh, at church or for the church. That's my ministry to serve on the worship team. That's my ministry to teach a Sunday school class. It's my ministry to serve in the nursery. God bless you. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's your ministry. And, and those things are ministry. Certainly, they're extremely necessary, but we have to widen, I think. We have to widen our view of ministry. It's not just what happens at church. It's not just what happens for the church. Uh, it, in fact, your your work for the church might actually be a very small part of your ministry or your mission or your what God wants to accomplish through you uh in this world your your life is ministry and there is no secular life and sacred life it's all life the way God sees it uh as Dutch reformer uh, Abraham Kuyper said over 100 years ago there is not a square inch in the whole domain of our entire human existence over which Christ does not cry mine Jesus owns it all. It's not secular work and sacred work, and Jesus has, has me here, but then I step out of here and go over to, to my job and, and life in general. No, it's all sacred, according to God. God doesn't look at our lives as, as if they're divided. Uh, he wants us to turn our whole lives over to him, uh, including, maybe especially, what we do when we're not in this place. If I'm living in a relationship with God, if this relationship is, is not just something that I'm doing for an hour or two on Sundays a few times a month, but if it's really who I am, if, if Jesus Christ lives in me, if His Holy Spirit is, is, is moving me and, and conforming me into the image of His Son, if, if this is, is happening in me, it's not just something that happens for a couple hours a week. It, it happens wherever I am, uh, with whomever I am. It, it's living out, it, even at work. So, remember, God is your boss. In other words, you work for the king. You you are uh, working for the king. Back in Bible times, working for the king was the highest possible calling you could have. You really had arrived if uh, if you got a chance to work for the king. Proverbs 22:29 says as much, do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. So if you if you're really good at um all of that, then uh then if you're really good at what you uh what you're doing, then you uh, have the possibility of serving uh for for the king that uh, back in the day well we serve the king of kings we serve uh god it's a it's a high honor and it's only those who are who are um who were best at what they did got to work for the king uh, those who served in the king's court represented the king and his agenda wherever they were uh, they 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 knew that that what they were doing, whatever they were doing whether whether they were working uh in the in the courtyard doing or whether they were uh, in the king 's presence or anywhere in between, whatever they were doing they, they were working for the king, they were representing the king, they were keeping the kingdom alive, they were doing whatever it took to pro- progress that kingdom forward and and uh and and so they would do their specific job to their best of their ability, and uh, even in the most minuscule of tasks was important because it was for the king and it promoted the kingdom. You and I, as as followers of Jesus, get to work for the king. It says there in, in our verse, uh, it's as working for the Lord. It is the Lord Christ who you are serving. So no matter what we do, we're representing the king. We're promoting the kingdom, and so we must work at it with all of our hearts, and that means we'll do our work with excellence. We probably have different ideas, Um in our in our heads, when we think about doing something with excellence, uh, I mean, I think we'd all probably agree that means you're going to do a good job, right? Or you're going to do your best. Um, I remember playing. Uh, uh, I, I think playing sports through uh, through high school and college uh, taught me a lot of life lessons and and things. I remember uh, uh, in in college before and after soccer practice, group group of guys would would get together and we'd try to uh, to juggle the ball and keep it up off the ground. Right, you're standing around here, and and we um, well we. I uh, had a little competition going, and whoever's fault it was, whoever let it hit the ground, they received a letter. It was a lot like uh, like playing horse or pig or something like that. Whoever whoever then spelled out the word uh, because they let it, the ball drop so many times had to go. Um, well, they had to go stand on the the goal line and grab their ankles. Uh, I won't do it for you, but um, then the uh, the rest of the team got to shoot at them, and I think I still have some welts that. Um, we weren't the best shooters in the world though, so it wasn't all that bad. But uh, uh, anyway, as you're standing around that circle, there were, there were times when you just, uh, you know, you, you couldn't help it. Uh, you know, somebody hit a bad shot, bad, bad ball in the air and you just couldn't help it and it, it wasn't your fault, it was, it was their fault. But there were times when it was right at you and for whatever reason, maybe you didn't, didn't get it done well and you didn't keep the ball up and people would uh, would yell out or accuse you. They, we, we had the phrase LOE. L-O-E, lack of effort. It was right there. You should have done it. Should have, should have dove right in and, and got it, but, but you didn't because you gave a lack of effort. Uh, I think sometimes if, if we think of our work as, as just what we're doing on the side, it's, it's just this thing that we do. It's separate from the rest of our lives. It's separate from our spiritual lives. Then, then we can be tempted to give a lack of effort. But you work for the king. You're representing the kingdom no matter where you are. So work with excellence. It shows up in, in a lot of ways. I think one thing that it shows up in, and probably, maybe it's the most, I don't know, at the, at the risk of being simplistic, uh, we need to, we need to work hard. That's, that's, that's one thing about, about working for the king. Well, we're going to put our whole heart into it. Well, what does that mean? Well, we're going to work hard. Um, maybe the most basic way of looking at it, the, the king expects your best. And as you use your muscle and your brain and your gifts and your skills and your training and your, your, your heart to the best of your ability, that in and of itself is a form of worship. Have you ever considered that working hard at your job is one way that you worship God? It's not a spiritual job, pastor, come on, I, I, uh, I, do, I do that, I do I that, I'm not working. I, no, using your gifts and talents and skills for the king, doing your best is a form of worship. It doesn't have to be church work. It, 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 and it's also a great witness that points people to Jesus. People are, are watching you. What if people evaluated your God based on the quality of your work? The excellence you put into your work is a reflection of the character of God and his kingdom. It, it, God doesn't do shoddy work. Because, a Christian, because uh, you're a Christian, uh, it doesn't, doesn't give you a pass, so to speak, on secular work. I heard a, a story this week, true story of a, of a guy who, who had a habit of, of sitting at his desk and he'd, he had his Bible on his desk and, and uh, uh, mid-morning most days he would pull it out and do his devotions uh, at his desk at work um, when he was on the clock, so to speak. Uh, not so to speak, for uh, in reality. He, he thought he was being a witness. It actually made him lose credibility with his coworkers because he was literally cheating the company uh, because he's doing his devotion time on the, when he's supposed to be giving time to to his work. Let your excellence in your work be a platform for the gospel. We'll talk more uh, uh, next week about what it means to live out our faith at work, but I think it starts with being doing our best at our work, working hard. Don't let bad work hinder good news. Worship God by doing your best. Another thing we need to do if we're going to work with excellence is that we need to be honest. Uh, if i 'm working for god if i 'm representing the king while i 'm working my job, I will conduct my work with honesty and integrity. Uh, I think we probably all have have ways there are ways in whatever you do uh, what, whatever your uh, your position is there are probably ways you could be uh, unethical at some point in your in your job there's always a shortcut there 's always a way to cut corners uh, uh, somewhere I, I remember uh, shortly after we moved to town we needed to get a, our car worked on and and oh man i just I just hated the thought of trying to find of mechanic that I could trust, and um, uh, man, I just, I'd had some, some bad experiences in the past where they try to uh, upsell you, oh, well, yeah, oh, you think you need an oil change, but really, you need to spend $1,200 on this, and uh, and and so, I, anyway, we, we found a, a mechanic and uh, appreciated them. They they, uh, they they did the work that they said they were going to do. They did it well. Uh, if there was a problem, uh, they'd try the most, uh, the least expensive thing first, and if that didn't work, they'd go to the, as, as opposed to trying. The, the most expensive and and trying to talk you into things you didn't anyway. So after i had been there a few times, I expressed my uh, my my thanks to the uh, to the owner and uh, you know I said, man, appreciate I've been in the past I think I've been taken advantage of and and um, uh, people uh, are just you know they're 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 trying to uh, to sell me more than I need all those kinds of things and 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 this guy said, yeah, well, uh, unfortunately there are there are a few guys out there in this business who. Who uh, who do a bad job and cut corners? Uh, who who really aren't aren't very ethical and and uh, they give the rest of us a bad name. And and I agreed with him and I said yeah it's kind of the same in my line of work too uh, and it's probably the same in anybody's. Line of work. There, there are folks that that can take advantage of the system. They can cut corners. They can they can uh, uh, be unethical in certain ways. It, it, it would look a little different from job to job, uh, company to company. But there's always a way to, uh, to 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 cut corners, to to lie a little, to to, to cheat. But uh, but workers for the king, working with excellence, putting your whole heart into it, will not include being uh, uh, unethical. It will include being people of integrity in our work. Unethical behavior comes pretty easily when we're when we're living either of the two extremes that we talked about last week. Uh, uh, last week I, I told you that, that that many times we're we're in danger of of one side of the pendulum uh, swing is that I'm making work my idol, right? And so uh, it's it's the most important thing in my life. And uh, and and then the other side of the pendulum swing is that I'm idle in my work, or, or I'm 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 just kind of phoning it in. I'm I'm not really doing my best. And and either one of those can tend tend toward there can be uh, unethical behavior uh, if we're living in either one of those extremes. Uh, on this side, uh, be just being idle in our work. I, I mean, it, I, I think it it's uh, natural to see laziness uh, would would certainly be something that would w- we're not we're cheating our company, uh, cheating the business, cheating the, the the who we work for out of uh, out of the time and effort that, that we could be giving when we don't care about our work. It, it uh, we, we're we're uh, looking for ways to just get by and we're not doing everything that we should be doing. But on the other side of things, uh, if work is most important to me, I worship my work, so to speak, I've made it my idol, then, uh, then, then I'm going to do whatever I can to promote myself, to, to get ahead, to uh, shave this a little bit here, to, 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 to step on this person there, to, to go a little bit further there, and, and I'm going to, uh, to, to be unethical in some things if I'm, uh, if I'm, uh, if I'm making work an idol. So, so let's put this unethical thing, uh, this honest, be honesty, uh, be honest. Uh, put that through the filter of I work for the King. If my goal is to glorify God in my work, if my goal is to represent the King and His kingdom wherever I go, whatever I do, then how I do my work matters. If my work ethic stems from my worship of God, and if the Holy Spirit is developing his character in me, it will shine through even in my work. I love Proverbs 10, verse 9. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. I won't ask for a show of hands, but have you ever uh, done something that that you shouldn't have done? Uh, maybe you said something you shouldn't have said. Maybe it was a little shady or you, you knew it was wrong, whatever. Uh, no one really found out, but you were kind of afraid someone might, right? Not a very secure place to live. You're always wondering, well, did they find out? Did they see? Did somebody tell? And you're always kind of, ooh, I'm not sure whether this is ever going to... It's a miserable way to live, speaking from experience but uh living and working with honesty and integrity is a secure way to live you don't have to worry about what's going to be found out what's uh, what what might happen what who might find out what it, it might mean uh living with integrity being honest in our work might mean uh, saying no to certain things that that others might want you to do oh just just fudge those numbers there or or, or just go along with this or or, or cover me with in that Standing up for what is right isn't necessarily always popular. But living with godly character, living with honesty and integrity doesn't stop when we walk out the doors of the church and we go to our secular lives. Remember, there's no difference between secular and sacred. It's all sacred. And so, if we're living to please God, there's there's no line of okay. I'm gonna gonna do my I, people people talk about. Uh, oh, I can't believe I said that. And, you know, maybe use use some sort of language, and oh well, I I didn't mean to say that in church. Well, don't say it at all, right? Uh, it's uh, there's nothing magical about this space. Uh, it's simply as I live my life, I'm I'm living with uh, with honesty and uh, integrity, uh, no matter where I am, especially at work. Be honest. So work hard, be honest, honor authority. Some of you were with me until I just said that. Uh because I don't know your boss, right? Uh but uh, sometimes this can be this can be difficult if your boss is less than honorable. We need to honor authority, uh but sometimes they don't they don't deserve it, right? Just ask our church secretary, Surely, right? Just you can some of you caught that. But uh um you're not just working for your boss. Remember that. We've said this before. You're working for King Jesus, and he has put you where you are right now to promote his kingdom, even if your boss is less than ideal. The Apostle Paul uh, spoke on these, uh, these things more than once. Romans chapter 13, verse 1, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Colossians 3:22 Slaves obey your earthly masters in everything and do it not only when their eye is on you and to curry their favor but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. God has established the authorities in your life. When you submit to them, you are submitting to him. So how are you doing at honoring those in authority? over you. Uh, there's a lot of ways we can do that. We can, uh, we can uh, see that in a lot of ways. Just a couple here to, uh, to highlight uh, today. Don't complain is one thing. Uh, now, we talked a lot about uh, complaining or not complaining in our previous series on the power of words. So I guess we don't have to say anything more about that because you've got that all taken care of and nobody's complaining anymore and that's a wonderful thing. And so we don't have to worry about that anymore because you've got it all covered because we covered it in the sermon one day. That's how we preachers feel. Uh, it's usually not how it, uh, how it plays out. But uh, are you complaining about this and that here and there? Are you just that little, oh, I know. well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, complaining probably shows a lack of submission to authority just as much as, as anything else. When I think I can do it better, when I critique and whine and, and, and complain... Then, uh, then, then it just shows that, that, uh, that I'm not submitting to the authority that has been established in my life. We're called to submit to the authority. So turn the situation over to God and quit whining. Now, I'm not saying you just put up with anything and everything. We talked about that in that, in that message. But, but, uh, but, but there is a way to try to bring about change, and there is a way to just complain about it without ever looking for a solution. Uh, find solutions, seek to resolve conflicts, and at the end of the day, submit to the authority over you. Honor authority. A- another way it kind of goes right along with this this is don 't talk bad about the boss. This is one of the quickest ways I think that, that we develop camaraderie with our fellow coworkers right on the same level. Oh well, did you see what he did today? Did you hear what she said and and, and we we gather around the water cooler, so to speak, and and we develop camaraderie with but but then it causes dissension and an unhealthy dynamic and context where we where we live, uh, or where we work, and it doesn't honor God or your boss. If there's a problem and it needs to be addressed, then you go and talk with uh, that person about it, and uh, if not, then just be quiet, and uh, or find something nice to say, even if others are complaining about this or that. So honor authority. Uh, another thing, I guess, and maybe all wrapped up in this, is just a, an attitude of humility. As you go to work, be humble. Uh, work with excellence uh, will always uh, include humility. I, uh, Philippians chapter 2, probably the quintessential passage on humility in the New Testament. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but to each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to cling to. Rather, he made himself nothing. So maybe the task is beneath you. And maybe your idea is better. And maybe you are always right. I'm sure you are. Maybe they all should listen to you. But despite all that, maybe... Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus who did not cling to the rights that he had but made himself nothing. Don't consider yourself better than others but in humility, in humility, look to help others, not just yourself. Honor Authority and right along with that, honor your coworkers. That's the next thing. Jesus said that the the, the most important ways that we live out this life with God is is love. The, the the most important thing that we do, love for God, love for others. That's 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 the most important thing. If we if we're doing that, we're we're doing it all. We're gonna we're gonna be covering it all. Be li- living with love, love for God and love for others. And believe it or not, that even includes your coworkers. Ooh. Honoring your coworkers will certainly look different in different jobs with different people. Some work lends itself to being more relational. Some of you probably uh, don't hardly see anybody throughout the day. I don't know. Uh, And then there are some people that you really click with and some people you don't click with quite so much, but you can still find ways to show God's love and let that exude out of you even as you work. So get to know your coworkers. Be interested in their lives. I- encourage them. A-, a good word on a bad day can go a long way. Look for ways to serve them. Uh, so many different ways to, to just, if, if our mindset is I'm going to honor those around me, if I'm going to love those around me, then you'll find ways to do that. And it, again, it'll look different for, for each, each and every one of us, depending on what we do throughout the day. Showing God's love at work. Along with this I think uh sometimes in in a work environment we can we can find ourselves in competition, right? We're we're competing for the the the, the bonus or we're competing for the the uh the the, the next position or whatever the case might be, uh, compete with honor. Competition is fine. You need to do your best, right? You need to, need to live out your, your skills and your, uh, your talents and your abilities as God has made you. And you're going to do that with all of your heart. And sometimes you're going to do it better than the next guy or the next girl. That's, it's just how it is. But you don't have to wish them ill just so you can get ahead. Uh, again, like Philippians said, don't just look to your own interest, but also to what's best for others. Uh, somewhere I, I read this week, it said, win at work by running faster but not tripping the others on your way. So, you're going to do your best, but you're not going to do something anything to sabotage the others just to make sure that you get ahead. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart because you work for King Jesus. That has to be our entire motivation, and I hope that's that shift is beginning in our in our minds and in our hearts. Hey, I was thinking about motivation this week, there, there are two main ways uh, to motivate a mule. You farmers, you, Chris, I'm probably going to make you mad again, Chris, cause, but uh, you don't have a mule, though, do you? You don't have a mule. Okay. There are two main ways to motivate a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So you got your mule. Uh, one way you can motivate that mule is with a carrot, right? You're, you want to get that mule to go a certain direction. To get it, you can you can have something in front of their nose that's going to lead them to where you want them to go. The other motivation uh, is it kind of has to do with the other side, and that is with a stick. You can motivate them by whacking them hard enough on the rump to get them to go and motivate them to uh to go in the direction you want them to go. So motivated uh by punishment or uh, motivated uh I don't know enticing the, the motivated by uh, by a prize or 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 something to get them to go in the right direction. Two primary ways we're motivated we're motivated to do work I-, I think is along the same lines. Uh incentives, the carrot, right? Or um fear of punishment so to speak fear of losing your job reprimands the stick i, I don't want to get in trouble and so so uh, we're motivated uh those both of those things are external motivation someone uh, our boss our company um uh who we work for our our industry whatever the case might be uh we're motivated either by incentives. We're going to get paid. Uh, we're going to get a bonus. We're going to, you know, those kinds of things kind of following those things, or we're afraid of the, uh, the repercussions of, of, of doing a bad job. So external motivations, but living this, thank God it's Monday life comes from internal motivation, not these external things in our work. I'm not working primarily because of the incentives, the carrot. I'm not working primarily uh, because of uh, the the punishment or the consequences of of, of bad work, the, the the stick. I'm working because I want to do my best for the king, and so that means I'm going to work with excellence. I'm going to honor my coworkers. I'm going to honor authority. I'm going to be be honest and work hard because that's what the king desires. And that's what represents his kingdom well. Again, this looks different in, in, in different contexts. So, so, so that means that you've got to do a little work. As uh, as we go from here to see how this applies in your context, well, how am I going to work hard? How am I going to uh, to honor uh, the authority that I'm that I'm under? How am I going to operate with integrity and honesty? How am I going to operate in my context where I work uh, in in uh, in the things that God has laid out for me? Uh, what does this look like with the people that are that are around me and honoring them and doing that? Well, uh, I hope that you'll take the time to consider those things personally that you'll pray for God's direction so that you can do your work with excellence uh, because your work matters it's not this secular life and this sacred life it's just life it's it's all sacred life and that even applies with what you do from 9 to 5 so tomorrow as you're heading off to your day whatever that means breathe that little prayer thank God it's Monday today I get to make a difference. I get to work in the kingdom for the king because your work matters. Father God, we give ourselves to you, all that that means, our lives, even our work. Lord, for some of us, that's that's employment where we're compensated for work. For some of us, that's volunteer work that we do, places where we serve. For some of us, that's, our, that's our, uh, our home as we take care of care of uh, responsibilities in our home and our children. For some, we've given our, our lives to work and now we're retired and yet there's still meaning and purpose. Lord, I, I pray that you will continue to work this out in our lives, that you'll help us to see that our work matters, that when we do our work with excellence, we're recognizing that we work for you. And so, Lord, I pray that you would use us this week, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, heaven forbid, Monday morning, I pray that you would use us to bring your kingdom to a world in need. And that might just be by doing our work. With excellence. Lord, I pray that you would go with us now that you would uh, that your spirit would live and move uh, within us and through us and uh, to the lives that we inter- interact with. Lord, we just pray for your anointing and your presence and your power. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.